Good morning. Today is Friday, October 30th, 2020. This Shabbos, in our parsha of Lech Lecha, we learn of the first instance of Aliyah, making Aliyah, as Sarah and Avraham are commanded by God to leave their home and to settle in Israel. So, it shouldn't come as a surprise that the term for a Jewish person or family leaving their home and settling in Israel, the term that we use, aliyah, which literally means to ascend, to go up, that term has its source in our Parsha. Shortly after arriving in Israel, the Torah says, there was a famine in the land of Israel. Avram and his family descended, went down to Egypt, to Mitzrayim. And then after their tumultuous time there, which our Parsha describes, then the Torah says, Vayaal Avram Mimitrayim. Avram ascended. And that is the word, Vayaal, the same root word that in its verb form, Aliyah, to make Aliyah, to ascend to Israel. And based on this, the Talmud says, Mesech Tezvachim, Eretz Yisrael Gavoa Mikol HaRatzos. The land of Israel is higher than, literally taller than, every other part of the world. Now that's a very strange claim to make, that the land of Israel is higher or taller than every other land. How can the Gemara make that claim? How can the Gemara make that claim? Certainly, it is not the most northern spot in the world. Um, it's also not the highest spot. Israel does not contain the highest spot on, the, on, the, on earth. Uh, the highest spot in Israel is Mount Hermon, Har Hermon, in the northern part of Israel. That's not nearly as tall as Mount Everest or the Himalayas. So, what in the world does it mean for the Talmud to say that the land of Israel is the tallest or highest place? So the Chassam Sofer, Rabbi Moshe Sofer, was a great rabbi who lived in Pressburg, Hungary, a little over 200 years ago. And he gave a fascinating answer. He said, the earth is a sphere. So, like any sphere, it is impossible to definitively say which is the highest. Everything depends on how you hold it. If you hold it this way, this is the top. And if you hold it the other way, then this is the top. If you hold the earth in the proper way, then Israel is on top. 
if you hold the earth in a different way, then some other part of the world would be on top. Aliyah means that it is prescriptive, not descriptive. In other words, the term Aliyah means that the job of a Jewish person is to have a proper perspective in life to ensure that Israel is on top, to ensure that Israel is always the pinnacle of the world. In other words, a Jewish person is supposed to look at the world in such a way that Israel is on the top, the highest in sanctity and in significance. And in this way, Aliyah is not just about our geographical location. Of course, it is about that. But it is also about our perspective in how a Jew views the world, to view the world with Israel at the top. This week, based on our Parsha of Lech Lecha, this is the week of Aliyah. And it is an appropriate time to make Aliyah, as many have done this week and every year during this week. Like some dear friends of us that many of us know and love. It's also an appropriate time to consider Aliyah for each of us. And is it an appropriate time to contemplate and appreciate the unique experience of living in Aliyah? So let me tell you this story. It's a story that I saw from a woman I do not know, a woman named Orly Summers. And Orly Summers, a few years ago, made Aliyah. And she, at that time, was a newly divorced woman with four young children. So, she tells this story. I'll tell it in her words. That shortly after making Aliyah, with her four young children, they took a road trip, a holiday. And she says, I was having one of those days in a new place, under new circumstances, I think we can all appreciate where I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know where I am. I don't know if I can do this. The kinds of things, the kinds of feelings that happen to all of us at times but certainly, if you're alone, newly divorced, in a new place, somewhat battle-weary, on a road trip with four young children, I think we can appreciate the kind of mindset that she was having. And she says, I was too overwhelmed to even try to navigate taking a bus, so we got into a taxi. As I've shared with you before, and as you may know from your own experience, 
taxi rides in Israel are a unique experience. Taxi drivers in Israel can be a unique category of individual. So here's the story that happened to her. She says, the kids piled into the back seat. I sat up front with the driver. And I knew, she says, that at that moment, my children needed to see me in power. They needed to see that I was not losing it. They needed to see that their mama was a warrior and that she could deal with any situation with ease, even if at that moment she did not really feel that she could do that. But she knew for her children, that's the persona that she had to show. So she began to speak to the taxi driver Be'ivrit in Hebrew. A few years ago, she had lived on a kibbutz. She knew how to speak Israel. She thought. And she's talking away to this taxi driver. She's talking about the weather. She's talking about the day at the beach. And she says that even though I could not see my children in the back seat, because they're behind her, I could just picture, picture how proud they were that their mother was so clever and they were so amazed, she assumed, at her linguistic abilities and this ability to navigate this new circumstance. And she was once again the hero of their lives. And then, she says, like a needle scratching across a record, the driver says to her, so where in London are you from? And you know, it would probably be easier if you would just speak English because I've got to tell you, I have not understood a single word that you have said, not a word. And just like that, she says, I went from hero to zero. But at that moment, this taxi driver took over. First, when it became clear that this family were strangers in a strange land, and this woman didn't even know where to take her children to get something to eat, the taxi driver said to them, I know a restaurant that the children will love. As they drove, he pointed out to them landmarks and told them little bits of history. And this taxi driver brought the country alive to my children, she says. And then they arrived. And before they got out of the car, the taxi driver leaned over to the back seat and said to my children, he said, hey kids, you know, you have an awesome mama. The best of the best. Look, <laughs> look after her properly because you don't get another one. And then as the children were getting out of the taxi, the taxi driver leans over to this woman and he whispers to her. And he says to her, you know, you have great kids. Great kids 
for a great mama. And Hashem will watch over all of you. And Hashem will make sure that everything will be just fine. That's Israel. The top of the world. May we all merit one day to call it home. My friends, I wish you a great Shabbos and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person. And let's think about maybe we can move this whole thing to Israel one day soon. Shabbat Shalom.